Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We're spraying after a 62-year-old man is attacked and dies. I'm Megan Cloherty. How long will a student spend in prison for shooting a classmate in the bathroom of an area school? I'm Mike Marillo. The Capitals and Wizards were on the road. One team did okay, the other not so well. We'll go to details. Two o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. It's two days before Christmas, and many Americans are finding their holiday travel plans threatened by bad weather, including this woman at LAX. I've done this now for 16 years. I've lived in Los Angeles for 16 years, and I've always flown back to Kansas every year at Christmas. This has been the most stressful hoping to get there, and we're not there yet. Aisha Crisula, advocates for the homeless across the South, are scrambling to find additional space for people as record cold takes aim at the region. Ricky Bates is a homeless man in coastal Gulfport, Mississippi. You're talking about hundreds of homeless people that could freeze there. A lot of them ain't got nothing. A lot of them ain't got sleeping bags, ain't got blankets. They just barely do have clothes on their back. More than 200 million Americans are under some kind of winter weather warning or advisory. Jim Crisula, CBS News. FlightAware.com says almost 2,700 flights within, into, or out of the U.S. have been canceled so far. The January 6th committee's final report is finally out. CBS's Willie James Inman has been reviewing the 800-plus page document. The report says that former President Donald Trump criminally engaged in a multi-part conspiracy to overturn the lawful results of the 2020 presidential election. It also says he failed to act to stop his supporters from attacking the Capitol. The committee interviewed more than a 1,000 witnesses over 18 months. The Senate has approved a $1.7 trillion spending bill that funds government operations through September. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. A lot of hard work, a lot of compromise, but we funded... Um, the government with an ingress, aggressive investment in American families, American workers, American national defense. The bill now goes to the House. The New York Attorney General's office says it is investigating allegations that incoming Republican Congressman George Santos fabricated his resume. CBS's Major Garrett has that. Santos is facing accusations he lied about working at top Wall Street investment firms, attending elite universities, and his financial background. The Jewish publication, The Forward, also found records contradicting Santos' claims that his parents fled the Holocaust. Santos said today, quote, I have my story to tell and it will be told next week. Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer has been reinstated by Major League Baseball's independent arbitrator. In April, he was suspended for 324 games without pay for violating the league's domestic violence and sexual assault policy. At the time, the league said it acted after an extensive investigation into accusations of sexual assault made by a woman last year. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. It's 2.03 on a Friday morning, December the 23rd. 45 degrees in our nation's capital, but it's going to get cold. We welcome you in this morning to WTOP. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us. The top local stories that we're following this hour. New this morning, Greenbelt police are asking the public for help after officers responded to 28 Crescent Road in what they described as a cutting incident 
and two people suffered minor injuries. The suspect then fled from the scene before the officers arrived. Now the officers say they've received reports of a man matching the suspect's description knocking on doors of residents along Crescent Road asking to be let into their homes. If you live in that immediate area, please ensure that your home is secured and all the doors are locked. And if you spot this man, call the Greenbelt Police and let them know. Police are furiously pulling out surveillance video and asking for help to find out who shot and killed a man Wednesday night at a busy Silver Spring parking garage. As WTOP's Megan Clority reports, you'll be seeing a lot more police patrols in that area. As I stated, we have no leads at this particular time. Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones says they don't know the motive of the person who shot and killed 62-year-old Charles Reynolds in the Wayne Avenue garage Wednesday evening. It does not appear at this point that there was, uh, that nothing was taken from him. We do know that his vehicle was also found still in the garage. Jones says Reynolds just had dinner with his family at a nearby restaurant and planned to drop the leftovers in the car before meeting them for ice cream at Ben & Jerry's. Strangers discovered his body in a pool of blood in the garage stairwell. County Executive Mark Elrich. This is the kind of random thing that is really most worrisome to people in the community. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Earlier this year, a Montgomery County High School student was accused of buying a so-called ghost gun online and bringing it to school and then shooting a 15-year-old classmate while the two of them were in a bathroom. Now the student has been sentenced to 18 years in prison for attempted murder. In court, video was shown of 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr. calmly walking into the bathroom at Magruder High School before the shooting and, according to prosecutors, literally skipping out of that bathroom after the shooting of his classmate. That told us a lot about how much of an impact what he did had on him. Montgomery County State's Attorney John McCarthy. That video was followed by the victim's mom talking about her son and her sharing a birthday and not knowing if because of his critical injury she'd be planning a funeral for him on that day instead this year. Alston Jr.'s attorney David Felton told the court his client made a stupid choice because he was terrified of the victim. The judge telling the court he believed Alston Jr. was remorseful but also said he had to be punished for what was a seismic event. Alston Jr.'s sentence will be served at a prison for youth offenders. At Montgomery County Circuit Court in Rockville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. An activist is accusing a Fairfax County High School of not telling students that they qualified for a national merit commendation. Those are students whose scores are among the top 50,000 on the PSAT, but they're not high enough to merit being a semifinalist. Ashra Nomani claims the leaders of Thomas Jefferson High School withheld notifying the kids as part of what he called a war on merit campaign. The allegations first appeared in a conservative publication called City Journal. A spokesman said the school district is working to fix that situation. Over 1,000 6th through 12th graders in D.C. public schools are not up to date on their routine vaccinations. Last Friday was the deadline for students to comply with the requirement, and about 1,100 have still not caught up. A spokesman tells WTOP the staff are reaching out to the families to make them aware of the vaccination resources in the community. Before the school year started, Mayor Muriel Bowser and other D.C. city leaders doubled down on what they said was a no-shots-no-school policy. They said kids who were not caught up would not be allowed to attend class. Coming up on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, we'll check in with NBC4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer about what we can expect over the next 24 and 36 hours with the fierce weather that's moving into the area. WTOP News Time right now, it's 2.07. 
In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's check in with Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Even though most of the rain has ended, Dan, still a lot of wet roadways, and the wind's only slightly picking up to try and dry them out, so our footing's still not great. Extra caution as you drive early on this Friday morning uh, in Virginia. 95 southbound, the crash activity through Newington near the Fairfax County Parkway. Two right lanes blocked. As you're trying to make your way past exit 166, once you are past it, you are good, but you are passing it with caution, one would hope. On northbound 95, no reported delays. 66, no complaints between Haymarket and the Roslyn Tunnel. Beltway remains quiet in Virginia. In Maryland, we may have crash activity. Originally thought to be around University Boulevard. This one may be closer to I-95 on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway with caution as you come through College Park. New crash and maybe a vehicle fire, too, is going to be 210 northbound through Akakake. This could be near Berry Road, Route 228. We're going to follow police direction to get by there. Crash investigation continues in Suitland. It's going to be Silver Hill Road. Both directions shut down between Suitland Road and Swan Road, waiting for an all-clear from Prince George's County police on that. There had been some uh, crash and then now then followed by utility work on Clarksburg Pike, Route 108. Both directions still shut down between Tucker Lane and Hall Shop Road. District travel, Benning Road. We had a we had a we had fire department activities, what he tried to say, tw- near 26th Street Northeast and Benning Road shut down in both directions. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley has the weather forecast for our area. Watch for areas of high water on area roads. We start in the 40s. Showers return toward dawn. They will end in some snow showers with an Arctic cold front plowing through the area this morning. Blustery and much colder on this Friday. We start in the 40s. We end in the 20s. Winds pick up as wind advisories kick in. They'll be 15 to 30 miles an hour gust of 40 plus. Wind chills of 0 to 10 below as a wind chill advisory kicks in on Friday night, continues in Saturday morning. Christmas Eve, Saturday, clouds give way to sunshine, blustery, and frigid. Lower 20s, wind chills in the single digits. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Valley. While it's going to be cold here, it's nothing compared to what's going on in the Midwest right now and what's going on to the up, up to the Northeast as well. So uh, I guess we can consider ourselves a little fortunate. 40 in Gaithersburg, 49 in Arlington, 48 in Lanham. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP News Time. It's 2:10. A record Arctic cold front, as we've been reporting, is expected to impact our region today. It could bring the D.C. area its coldest Christmas in 20 years. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer joined Dimitri and Brennan to talk about what we can expect to see in our area. 
Oh, boy, do we have some changes coming during the day. We've got the extremely cold air that's going to make its way in during the day. So we have wind chill advisories in effect. Really amazing how fast the temperatures are going to drop. You're going to wake up 6, 7 o'clock. Temperatures could be in the mid-40s in some areas, and then they're going to drop below zero as far as the wind chill is concerned by around 5, 6 o'clock in the afternoon. So incredibly cold air making its way in. Arctic air, some of the coldest we've seen in a number of years here, and that's going to stick around right on through the day on Saturday and Sunday. We're talking about the cold. Christmas since the year 2000, so in more than two decades. Kind of amazing how cold we are going to get here, going for high temperature on Christmas Eve of only 25. Wind chill staying in the single digits and teens all day. Christmas Day, a high of 29, but again, wind chills in the teens all day there as well. Can we talk about driving? What are you yeah. expecting as far as the, the safety of the roads or whether it'll just be too slick? As the front comes through, there's going to be a period of rain and snow that comes through. It's not going to last long, and it's not going to be everywhere, but we could see 15 to 30 minutes of heavy snow come through, a brief downpour coming on through, and then the cold air moves in. Now, I do think the roads are going to be warm enough because of the temperatures out there right now in most locations to stay above freezing for the afternoon. And then the wind, which comes in, we have a wind advisory with wind potentially gusting 40 to 50 miles per hour during the day. That will also help to dry the roads. So if there's one time period, I think, to watch out on the roads, it's between about 7 and 10 as that cold front is coming through, A, with the strongest winds, but B, with that downpour or brief heavy snow that could be making its way our way. After about 10 o'clock, I think the roads begin to dry out fairly quickly. In most areas, that being said, areas that do have a lot of uh, trees that are not seeing the sunshine, that maybe don't get a lot of wind, watch out for those areas, those back roads that could freeze over. And, Doug, real quick before you go, uh, the national picture, can we get a mm-hmm. peek on that? Are, like, Chicago and Denver getting the nasty stuff that was predicted? Chicago is going to get the worst of this during the day. You're going to have 40 to 50 mile an hour winds. Wind chills about 30 below zero. They're going to get five, about three to five inches of snow. So it's not a lot of snow, but when you add in that wind, you could be seeing blizzard conditions there. So I fully expect to see a lot of cancellations, whether it's Chicago, whether it's uh, Cleveland, whether it's Detroit, Pittsburgh. I think you're going to see a lot of problems out there, not just on the roadways, but in the airways as well. Doug Kammerer from Storm Team 4. He's the chief meteorologist there. And this just into WTOP. We've got a flood warning that's now in effect until 8.30 this morning. It is flood caused by the excessive rainfall that we have received over the last 24 hours. Portions of northern Virginia and northwest Virginia, including the counties in northern Virginia of the city of Fairfax, city of Manassas, city of Manassas Park, Culpeper, Fauquier, Loudoun, and Prince William in northwest Virginia, Madison, and Rappahawk counties as well. So a flood warning in effect. Coming up on WTOP, Rob Woodfork has all the sports. It was a good night for the Capitals, but not such a good night for the Wizards. We'll get details. WTOP News Time, 214. True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. Ask yourself, what's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, visit www.melwood.org. 
That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Rob Woodfork, two teams are going in opposite directions. The Capitals are winning. Not so good for the Wizards. Alex Ovechkin was held without a goal for the fourth straight game, but passed Ray Bork for the most shots on goal in NHL history and assisted on the Capitals' two regulation goals in a 3-2 overtime win in Ottawa, Coach Peter Laviolette. That's no surprise. Impressive though, like you know, he's gonna be tops in the charts and shots, goals, and hits. It's pretty impressive. So is the cap special teams and Marcus Johansson's overtime goal in their third straight win and eighth in their last nine, entering the 7 p.m. faceoff at home against the Winnipeg Jets. The Wizards will also play the second game of a back-to-back in Sacramento after falling to the Jazz in Utah, 121-12. To drop 11 of their last 12, Bradley Beal scored a game-high 30 points. The Wiz shot 56% from the floor, but a 13-0 Jazz run bridging the third and fourth quarters just a little too much to overcome. Down a level, the Maryland men emphatically stopped a three-game losing streak with a 75-45 win over St. Peter's, but George Washington and American each lost close games. Long before the news on the commander's ownership bidding on the field, it was Chase Young, set to make his season debut Saturday in San Francisco, Ron Rivera. We're going to have him on a pitch count initially, and who knows. But again, it's going to be you know a few here, a few here, a few here. And you know just kind of take him through the actions and, and see how he handles it. The so-called pitch count is somewhere between 12 and 18 plays. The defense, though, could be without Cam Curl and Benjamin St. Juiced, who are each listed as questionable with ankle injuries. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. WTOP News time now. It's uh, 217. A former Montgomery County police chief has died. David Br- Donald Brooks of Gaithersburg was 96. He served as chief from 1988 through 1991 when he retired from the department. But his time with the Montgomery County Police Department went all the way back to 1950. In 1988, he co-authored a book called A Worthy Innovation, A History of the Montgomery County Police. His family says that book was one of his proudest achievements. Now to the top stories we're following and working on here at WTOP. There's snow and ice once you head west, and that means holiday travel is being snarled around the country. Some area school systems have canceled classes today as well. Go to WTOP.com for that information. The Senate has passed a spending plan for the next year. The House could move quickly on the bill, too, in order to adjourn before the Christmas holiday. There are at least five bidders to buy the Washington Commanders. The bids are due sometime. Today, Keep it here on WTOP for all of the details in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Cleaning up old business in Virginia, Dan, will start there southbound on I-95. Remnants of the crash near the Fairfax County Parkway now on the shoulder right. I think that remnant is mainly a VSP trooper over there on the side with his flashes on. Extra caution, but that's really all that's left to see. Everything else is nice and quiet now. Wet, but quiet as you make your way southward toward Fredericksburg. Northbound is not affected by any of that. And 395 each direction, quiet between the 14th Street Bridge and the Springfield Interchange. 66 inside and outside the Beltway as far west as Haymarket. No complaints outside of all the wet weather. 
on the Capitol Beltway in Mar- in Virginia. We are quiet, but in Maryland, they did find the crash. It is on the inner loop after New Hampshire Avenue before you get to I-95, blocking the left lane. And that's, of course, the lane that everyone transitions into to make the ramps at exit 27. Extra caution, you may need to merge over a little bit later, but you will have no problem otherwise getting on to 95 northbound from the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway. On 95 itself and on the BW Parkway, one beltway to the other without delay. 270 is quiet. 50 across the Bay Bridge. We still have wind warnings in effect. Extra caution, but no vehicle restrictions getting to and from the shore. In Suitland, we have a vehicle. We have a crash investigation underway. Silver Hill Road southbound shut down between Suitland Road and Swan Road. In Ankakeek, we had for a report of a vehicle fire. 210 was said to be northbound. I have a feeling it may be southbound. It said that's where I'm seeing more of the delay on 210 near Berry Road with caution and following police direction in any case. In the district on Benning Road northeast, following police direction uh, near 26th Street northeast because we're getting around fire department activity. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Ian. To Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. Watch for high water on area roads early on this Friday morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy starting in the 40s. Rain showers will arrive toward dawn again or return toward dawn. And rain showers turn to snow showers in the morning with an Arctic cold front coming through. That cold front means business, blustery, and much colder. Temperatures end the day in the 20s. Winds pick up as wind advisories kick in today and also a wind chill advisory. Later on your Friday, Friday evening or Friday night, wind chills of 0 to 10 below. Heading into Christmas Eve, clouds give way to sunshine, blustery, frigid lower 20s, wind chills on the single digits. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. Temperature's pretty nice now, though. 49 degrees at the wharf in D.C. It's 49 in Oxon Hill, 41 degrees in Sterling. Weather brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts visit newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up on WTOP, We'll tell you why Arizona has agreed to take down a makeshift border wall. We'll get details. WTOP News Time now. It's 221. We know you're listening to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather on your commute. But what about when you're at home? Listening to WTOP on your smart speaker is easy. Just say, Alexa, open WTOP. Or, okay, Google, play WTOP. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment of today's top news at home on your smart speaker. WTOP, Washington's top news. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. When you see smoke on the horizon, you turn on WTOP. Because WTOP is first with the news when seconds count. Day or night, our reporters are live on the scene when news happens. We're here in Delray. Breaking news from Ruston. We're in Hyattsville. So whether it's a fire or some other breaking story, you'll be up to date. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is WTOP News. It's 222. Arizona has agreed to take down a makeshift border wall, settling a legal battle with the federal government. 
The Biden administration and Arizona Republican Governor Doug Ducey have agreed the state will stop installing a wall of shipping containers in national forest land at the Mexico border. The state must also take down the containers already stacked too high and topped with razor wire in a remote valley in southeastern Cochise County by January 4th without damaging any natural resources. That's according to documents filed Wednesday in U.S. District Court. Several federal departments joined in the lawsuit. The placement of thousands of containers at a cost of $95 million was about a third of the way along. But environmental protesters held up the work in recent days, and Democrat Katie Hobbs, taking over as governor in two weeks, opposes the construction. Governor Ducey has said the federal government owes it to Americans to release a timeline on when it would fill any remaining gaps in the permanent border wall. I'm Jennifer King. The Arlington County Sheriff's Office is ending its voluntary cooperation with Immigration and Customs Enforcement. But in a letter this week to local activists, the Sheriff's Office, which runs the county jail, also said it will continue to follow state law and submit any required information to ICE and continue to honor any judicially signed warrants from ICE. The pro-immigration activists are applauding the decision on Twitter, calling it a major win for migrant communities in Arlington County. Over the summer, the county board approved a so-called trust policy limiting police cooperation with ICE. Stress around the holidays can be tough, but people who are struggling do not have to be alone. Remember, you're not alone. We're here to help you. Dr. Barbara Bazron with D.C.'s Department of Behavioral Health says anyone anywhere can get support calling 988. When you call 988, a trained crisis counselor will answer the phone, will listen to understand how the problem is affecting you, provide support, and share resources as needed. And in D.C.? If necessary, our community response team can come to your home, can come wherever you are in the community and provide you with the support you need in person. Christy King, WTOP News. What books have people been checking out in large numbers? The Fairfax County Public Library puts out a list at the end of each year. Among the top titles, The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. It's an interesting idea about a library that has one book about your life as it is, the other book about your life that you could have had had you made some different choices at any other point in your life. Other hot books, The Judge's List by John Grisham and nonfiction, Crying in H. Bart, My Michelle's Honor. Money news here at 25 and 55. Let's go to the Bloomberg Newsroom. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street is bringing investors a lump of coal this holiday season. A two-day advance was stopped in its tracks by positive economic data that renewed fears that the Fed would continue to aggressively raise interest rates to fight inflation. The Nasdaq led the retreat with a more than 2% decline. Another batch of economic reports this morning may set the market's direction today. There's data on consumer spending and personal incomes and the latest consumer sentiment reading from the University of Michigan. New home sales are expected to show a more than 5% drop in November as high mortgage rates continue to crush demand. If you put your home search on hold because of high mortgage rates, you may want to start it up again. Freddie Mac says rates fell for a sixth consecutive week to 6.27%. Rates peaked last month at more than 7%. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, millions of people are traveling this holiday weekend. What does the TSA say you should be doing if you're heading to the airport? We'll get details. WTOP News Time. It's 226. 
Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family, for families of all species, for beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families, for families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So.